Welcome back to this episode of Alive and Active Podcast. My name is Shelly Hitz, and guess what? This is week three of the Momentum Challenge, this series that we've been creating for you. You're doing it. (laughs) You're on the final stretch. Good job. Keep up the great work. And if you haven't yet, make sure to share this challenge with your friends, with your family, anyone that you know that could benefit from being renewed by God's word as they move their bodies. So go ahead and share this challenge by sharing aliveandactivewellness.com forward slash momentum. And if you've just been listening to the audios and haven't jumped into the challenge yet, go get your account set up. (laughs) This is an opportunity to, to get some additional resources from CJ and I for free to help not just take in more information, but to actually have transformation happen in your life. So come and join us, aliveandactivewellness.com forward slash momentum. Welcome to this episode of Keep in Step with the Spirit. My name is Shelly Hitz from Alive and Active Wellness. And in this episode, we're going to focus on Exodus 14, 15 to 31. That's a lot of verses, I know. (laughs) But what I've found is that a lot of times you need to get the context. So, you know, if we're just sharing one verse and we're just kind of picking here and there, we're not really getting the full meaning of what God's word is. So you should be right now starting to move your body, starting to walk, run, whatever you're doing right now, as far as exercise, go ahead and get started. And I'm going to just jump right in to these verses. I'm going to read I'm going to read them from the New Living Translation. So let's just go ahead and get started. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. The cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots and charioteers, chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here, away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, raise your hand over the sea again. 
Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army of Pharaoh. Of all the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground as the water stood up like a wall on both sides. That is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that you have more power than we can even imagine. We thank you that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we even can plan or dream for ourselves. I just pray right now, Lord, that you would open our minds, open our hearts to receive what you have for us in this word, in your word today. And I pray this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. So what stuck out to you as I was reading that scripture? Was there a specific part of the story that maybe you had heard, you know, growing up in Sunday school or in children's church, or, you know, maybe as an adult, you've read the story, but all of a sudden there was something a little bit different that stuck out to you. For me, as I was preparing for this and studying to create this for you, What really stuck out to me was verses 24 to 28. And what it said is, just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army and it says, he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. And I, I think I just kind of forgot that like he twisted their chariot wheels, like, who does that? <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen anything like this? I mean, that's what God is capable of doing to your enemies. He can throw your enemies into total confusion. He can twist their wheels, making it difficult to even come after you. And our enemies now are not Pharaoh and the Egyptian army. Our enemies tend to be other things, right? Um, self-hatred, condemnation that we beat ourselves up all the time. Our bodies, we look in the mirror and oh, just what what comes out of your, your mind when you start to look at yourself in the mirror naked? You know, you're just your body. Our enemies might be the things that people have said to us that just, they're, they're, they're like a an mp3 you know that keeps playing over and over and over you know we used to say a tape recorder (laughs) any of you old enough to have had a tape recorder i used to i got one for christmas one year pink one my sister got purple and i carried that thing around had batteries i thought i was the coolest thing right (laughs) and it's probably in the 80s at some point but um 
you know, we used to say, you know, the tape recorder of your mind, but it might be, it's just like an, an audio that just keeps playing over and over and over. Someone has said something to you. Someone has, has, has done something to you. Maybe your enemy is fear. Maybe your enemy is regret. There's so many different kinds of enemies. We can have enemies that are addictions. I know many of us struggle with food addictions. I know I did, CJ did as well, and we're still working that out with the Lord. I had a pornography addiction previously, workaholism, social media addiction. You know, there's so many things we can be addicted to. Shopping, <laughs> I had a shopping addiction. But our enemies can look in, in a wide variety of things. But think about this. God took care of their enemies. He fought for them. The Egyptians eventually said, let's get out of here. Away from these Israelites, the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. And he right now wants you to know that he is fighting for you against your enemy. Fill in the blank. The Lord is fighting for them against. The Lord is fighting for your name against your enemy. He is fighting for you against your enemies right now. He did the work. He didn't ask the Israelites that time to, to do anything. He just did it. And there's times he asks us to participate and other times it's just better if we don't, right? We just let him do the work. <laughs> he did the work. He took care of their enemies. He actually twisted the wheels of the chariots. I think many times we limit God and what he can do. We stay focused on the obstacle in front of us and the enemies pursuing us instead of the God with us, right? And it's so easy to do. What enemies are facing? What enemies are you facing as you start this journey of wellness? You know, we're on this final week of the momentum challenge, but we pray that this is just the beginning of a lifelong habit. This is just the beginning of something that you continue. But what are the enemies that you're facing? Lies that you believe, the self-hatred, the wounds, and the words spoken over you. Ask the Lord right now to fight for you against those enemies. Say it out loud if you can, right now. Speak it out loud. Speak out what is the enemy that you're facing right now? What is, what is the resistance? What is the thing that's been holding you back that keeps coming up and ask the Lord to fight for you? As I was running the other day and I, you know, I've been preparing for this for seems like months, <laughs> weeks for sure. And I, I was just praying for you and, and, and literally praying for you and visualizing those of you that would take this challenge with us. And the picture God gave me is that signing up for this momentum challenge was kind of like for some of you getting into your car, 
turning on the ignition and putting the car in drive, you know, to start the journey. Some of you, your car has been parked in the garage for a long time, right? <laughs> Some of you, it's just been a few months or a year or, you know, it's just, you've been in park for a while. Some of you have been speed demons and you've been obsessing and restricting and you've been going 50,000 miles an hour. And for you, it's like, okay, let's get a restart. <laughs> let's slow this down. Let's get God involved in this journey. And for many of you, I just got this picture that you may have settled in your health and wellness. It's like um, when you're looking for a used car and CJ and I have been shopping for a used car recently and we've been looking for something that's fairly affordable that we can just pay for cash under $5,000. But <laughs> when you start looking, it's, oh man, there's not a lot out there right now. and. You know, it, you know, you know, we're looking for something that we can afford, something we can do in our own strength. And so, you know, some of you have, I think, been settling in this area of wellness. You're just saying, okay, I know I can afford this. I know I have this money in the bank, so I'm just gonna do what I can do on my own. I know I can go for a walk, but I'm not gonna try those HIIT workouts. I can't do those, you know, I'm not, I can't do weights or, you know, I, I'm this or that or, you know, whatever it is that you, you would say. But I feel like that for some of you, you've just had this thought that you'll accept the lowest that you can do on your own. Kind of like us looking for a car and we're just going to accept what we can get, you know, with what we have. And tell you what, when you're looking for a car under $5,000 in 2021, it's, it's not going to be, you know, the ideal. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be sufficient for us at this time. But in this picture that I'm giving you, you know, think like hail damaged or, you know, there's something that's wrong with it. But now I want you to imagine your ideal, ideal vehicle. What would you buy if money wasn't an issue? Now picture that you're no longer in the driver's seat of that ideal vehicle, but Jesus is sitting there. So you're not doing it in your own strength. And Jesus has access to the Father's unlimited resources, AKA his bank account for gas, everything you need. He also has the agenda and the trip all planned out. He is fighting for you. He is driving. He is planning the agenda. He is fighting for you. And I also sense some of you need to let go of expectations of how this is going to look or the results that need to happen and in what time frame. This is just the beginning of a very long journey and it often feels exciting when you first start out. However, it's so normal to get tired or discouraged. By this point in the journey, some of you may have already wanted to give up. Maybe you already did, but you're still listening in. But, I want you to imagine this as a long road trip, you know, and this is just the beginning. Have you ever been on a road trip where you're just like, you just want to get there? Oh my goodness. Or like as kids, are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> it's normal to get tired or discouraged. That's a normal part of the journey, but keep pressing in, keep going. Don't let this end with this 21 days. 
Now you can continue this process on your own, but you can also continue it with accountability and support that can really help you get through those difficult days. And we would be honored to walk with you. It's one of the reasons we started our accountability programs. There's a ton of content out there and we'll provide content for you as well. But I really believe most of you know what to do. It's just a matter of doing it, right? And so forming those habits and having that accountability to form those habits is what's really going to make the transformation, I believe. So we have some amazing things going on and you can find out everything at aliveandactivewellness.com forward slash yes where you can work with us for nutrition program and accountability, workout accountability. We also have a new program that's gonna be launching. And so I want you to consider continuing with us. And if, if you don't, consider continuing with this podcast, doing it, listening to it as you move your bodies. So we are in this with you and we are cheering you on. Let me pray for you. So Lord, I just thank you for each person who has done this challenge with us. This is the final week. We have a final push to get through that day 21. That's where we start to form a long-term memory. But it takes, research has shown, it takes 63 days or nine weeks to form the habit. So I pray that they would not give up now. They would not lose sight of the goal now. They wouldn't say, okay, this was good enough but they would keep going until they form the long-term habit. We just thank you for what you are already doing, for what you have done in these last two weeks and what you're going to keep doing this week. I pray you would seal the work that you've been doing, that you would continue the work that you've been doing, that it would spread, that they would tell their friends and their family, and that more and more people would begin to get renewed in their mind as they move their bodies. Because as we move, our mind renews. So we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that you are at work and we pray this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen.